Hello, welcome to episode four of the Sandbox United podcast, our February episode. Today we're sitting down with women's first team manager Claire Foote as we talk about her introduction to Sandbox United after taking over the women's first team in the summer of 2023. Now, just a little caveat before we start, we are obviously a very busy football club and we have very limited space on where we can record these podcasts, so forgive the little bit of background noise that you might hear uh, a couple of times. There are a few kids out playing football and having fun, so um, please excuse the uh, the noise in the background and hope you enjoy uh, the chat that me and Claire had. So, well, welcome to the podcast, um, Claire Foote, our women's first team manager. Um, so, Claire, welcome to the podcast. It's nice to be here, thank you. You're more than welcome. Um, so, we start off with the same question with every guest we've had so far, and that question is, when did you get involved with Sandbach United and, and why? So, I first got involved with Sandbach, it was 2021. I was actually a player, um, but unfortunately, um, injury. Well, it actually stopped my career altogether, so I had to give up football. So with Sandbach, it was kind of a case of unfinished business for myself. Um, obviously, every other team I've played for, I achieved something, either league or cup. So when the post came out about the job, it kind of was like, oh, my time now. Because obviously, I was into coaching. My son plays here, so I was kind of like a football mum for a year. Yeah, and the reserves as well. Right. So he's knocking on the door of the first team. So I've obviously done one-to-one coaching with him. So when the post came up, it was kind of, it's my time now to move into coaching. And really? Sam Batch, with the setup that they've got, you know, that's where I want it to be. Makes sense. Um, are you enjoying it so far? It was a struggle at first. It was a rebuild. Um, obviously, <clears throat> I came in in the June. So some of the players had left, there wasn't many left. So it was a case of, you know, using my uh, contacts within the football world to get the players in. Um, so currently at the minute, we're on a pre-game league winning streak. So we're getting there. Yeah. Obviously at the beginning it was hard. We were getting battered quite a lot, 12 nil, 7 nil. So in terms of training, we worked on not letting goals in, you know, defensive work. So we did it in a six-week plan. It, it was repetitive, but not repetitive as in the players knew that the coaching sessions were what we wanted them to do. Yeah. Um, but we're on the up now. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so obviously, Claire, I, I sort of, I feel your pain in that squad sense because those that don't know, I was the lady, women's first team manager last season. So I started, I think, when I came in, there was five players. Um, and you had even fewer than I had two. Yeah. There was there was two left. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a real a real challenge for the club. I think for the last three or four years since a certain, one of our managers left and went to another club, took a lot of players with him, yeah. um, and that that's then. But you mentioned your results. I mean, it, it was a bit of a tricky start, and I think everyone expected that. Yes. With, with the rebuild and you you having two players to start the season with. Um, brilliant job in, in building that squad um, and then as you said you, you've gathered that little bit of momentum you've won five of your last seven games yes um what do you think has been that turnaround what do you think what what's clicked what's changed what's what's brought about that change of form i think the players that we've got in 
what as a manager I've always wanted to install is the team morale has got to be high. So more than we're a family as well as a team, I think what goes on in the background affects. So I'd say like the dressing rooms, like your engine room. If I motivate my players, they're going to go and do well. It's also with the standards of um, coaching we're bringing. The coaches I've got at the moment are both B-licensed coach. One's coached in the National League, the other's been to America. So the standards we've set there is high. And um, even some of the players that have plodded along playing football are now actually turn around saying they're actually learning something. So it's about as well, when we do play a game, we take what we need to work on away from that game and then put it into our training sessions. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it's so, so great to hear, especially, um, you know, myself being a big advocate for women's games. It's just it's really right, nice to see and nice to hear. Um, just looking at those results, you lost 6-0 to Glenavon yeah. and then 3 weeks later beating 3-2. How, how good did that feel? That was amazing to it feel that be. because I think they came a bit, you know, this is going to be an easy win for us, but we we come away with the win. Obviously letting the goal, but we still came away with the win. And it, it's just, it was, I think the turning point for the season was when we won Timpley in the Cup. Yeah, That was it. That was a turning point for us. And the girls actually felt what it, like, what it was like to have a win and they wanted to carry on that feeling. Obviously, we lost 7-0 against Chester in the next round, but unfortunately, we had a lot of players cup tied. So. Yeah. And they were a very good side. Yes, you very know, good. Let's face it, they're, they're a very good team and a you know, very, yeah. very well-structured club, aren't they? So uh, there's no shame in that whatsoever. Um, in terms of players, you know, we, we don't want to necessarily single out. I know you probably don't want to single anybody out, but Phoebe Carlin's coming in. Yes. Um, seven goals in nine games. Does that make it? That must make a big difference. Well, no, you're not too much of a fan of that. Yeah, Phoebe has got a lot of hunger in her. She will pounce on any loose ball. She's always upfield. Her and Macy, our other striker, work well together because Phoebe's very pacey and Macy's very strong. And them two working together are exceptional. Yeah, I mean, seven goals in nine games, it's, that's quality at any level, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, let's hope she can keep that form up and keep pushing up, this, up, the, um, up the league. So, in terms of future then for the team, obviously not just this season, but, you know, future seasons, because it's building blocks, I suppose, isn't it? Um, how far do you think this team can go and how far do you think we can push them? Do you think we can get back into that Premier I do think we'll get back into the Premier. Obviously, the end goal for any ladies manager is to be in the Nationals. Um, obviously, but we're going to take it one step at a time. I do think, obviously, we're joint fifth at the moment. The gap might be too big for us to come first, but I do think we could come third. That is the goal that we've set the girls now because we are playing teams that we have played before. We were going to come to us and think, oh, an easy win again, like I've said, but we're a different team now. Like, the clicks come. The, the tactics that we use complement the team very well and everything that we're working on in training, even down to every player has their own player profile. So they know themselves what their PDP is, what they need to work on. We've got players that actually want to come and play football here and want to win. I think that's what will drive the team on. But I think the Premier is not that far away for us. I yeah. think we can compete up there. No, it's good. And I, I love that ambition as well. I mean, it was... It, very similar when I speak to Declan, who's the men's first team manager, and he was, you know, they're currently 
second, third in the league and the, the, the team at the top of 14 points play. But he's not playing second place. He, he wants to win the league. Yeah. And he thinks, he, you know, he, he firmly believes that the team can do it. And I think that sort of breeds throughout the squad, yeah. though, doesn't it? And the players feed off that sort of enthusiasm and that belief and start to believe in themselves. And, you know, I, I don't see any reason why you can't no. go up. And if it, if it doesn't happen this season because of that shaky start, Next season's the one, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Next season, go out and win the trophy on the start. Yes, and win it. Yes, win it. Most so, definitely. <laughs> so, what about you personally then in, in football? You're obviously quite new to coaching, you're new to yes. managing. Um, so, what are your ambitions from a, from a sort of personal level? My personal level is what I want to take from my coaching is obviously you can get any Jane Doe that can come to our team and not be able to kick a ball, but my personal goal would be then to develop that player. Who would then run on the wing and put in a ball and like assist loads of goals? I, as a coach, I want to develop players, but I also want players that are already in the team to help that as well. It's all about team cohesion for me, like and developing the players. I'm excited to see what next season brings with obviously players from the younger ages being able to play for us. So that's an exciting prospect because the pathway here is phenomenal. You yeah. know what I mean. I, I watch some of the training sessions and I'm like excited when she's 16 and, yeah. you know. And I think, you know, there's, there's been a lot of hard work done in the past with the likes of Liz Clark, Danny yes. Taylor, and now Christina. And um, I think the, it, I, I quite agree that the future of the, this club on the women's section is so exciting. Yeah. We used to have really big gaps between teams because we used to have teams every couple of years. Um, but the damn gaps are getting closed up now. Yeah. We're getting teams coming through now. Christian Mao with the under 15, uh, under 15 girls is, uh, if not, they're in the top two in Cheshire, yeah. the whole of Cheshire. Um, you know, Cheshire Cup runners up last season, probably be in the final this season, won the double. Um, the 18s, some very, very promising girls yes. in there. Yeah. I've worked with them personally myself. Um, yeah, so I, I quite agree. It's, it's really, I think it's really exciting. It's a great time to be involved. Yes. And and to have yourself and, and the coaches that are working with you to bring those girls on. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I agree. The future looks really, really bright. So we're going to take a little break in our podcast now to talk about our 20-year anniversary match coming up on the 25th of May where we welcome a Manchester United Select 11 to the facility for what's sure to be a fantastic day and celebration of our club. Each month we're going to focus on one of our match day sponsors and we start off with none other than Planet Environmental. Wayne and his team at Planet have been involved in the club since virtually day one. First sponsoring the first team in 2004, they've grown their involvement with the club as we've grown as well. They're now a global sponsor of the club and you'll see their logo on all of our home shirts from our first team right down to our under sevens. Planet are a local company and a specialist provider of waste management and environmental solutions. So if you want any of Planet's services, you can find them at planetenvironmental.co.uk or give them a call on 01270 310 713. Thanks again, Wayne, and your team at Planet for all your ongoing support. Have you downloaded the new Sandbatch United app? 
For all the latest up-to-date news at the club and what's happening at the crossbar, download today from the Apple or Play Store. The Crossbar at Sandbatch United. Open every day from 9am to 10pm. Our bar opens at midday with a great range of beers, wines and spirits at unbelievably low prices. Come and try our Friday night food, home cooked and served from 5pm. So for some of the cheapest prices in town, get down to the Crossbar today. Twenty twenty four sees Sandbach United celebrate twenty years at the heart of the community. We would like to thank all of our coaches, players, and parents, past and present, in helping us get to where we are today. We would be nowhere without you. Here's to the next twenty years. So obviously, we talked about life at Sandbach United um, and the season so far. So what what? Talk about life away from football. What do you like to do to relax? What does, does Claire do when there's not a ball involved? So when there's not a ball involved, there's another ball involved, but of a different shape. So oh, right, okay. I, I um, I'm a Warrington Wolves fan, rugby league. So I'll go and watch them quite a bit. Right. Um, I, um, I work in retail, so it's quite a high pressure job. Yeah. So, and the, I'm a manager, so the managerial side kind of help with the football side because obviously you know to manage your staff. Yeah. Um, I've got a dog. Might walk in the dark and then obviously spend a lot of time in the sun. Brilliant. Have you just got the one boy? Yes. Yeah. One. Mini Phil Foden, I call him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's he's doing really well as well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. I've heard really good things about about him and, and his progression in the game as well. And like I say, going through, hopefully he can get into that men's first team at some point as well. Um, you're a Manchester City fan. I am. Yeah, for your sins. I'm a red, so. <laughs> um, do you, you get to see them much or is it more of a... More of a Champions League game on a Tuesday night I go to right. if, when I can. Um, I do like watching them live, but normally it's mostly on telly. Yeah. Um, and you're having a bit of a... you had a bit of a purple patch for a few last yeah. years, haven't you? So it's, um, yeah, probably a good time to be a City fan, isn't it? Yeah, Kevin De Bruyne is back, so... Yeah. <laughs> the only way he's up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hate to say it, but yeah, Pep's a bit of a, a magician, really, isn't he? Yeah. What he's done and what he's, the way he's changed football, I think, yeah. globally. Yes, that's You know, nobody knew what player that fullback was until Pep invented it, did he, I suppose? So. Um, what about the, the Manchester City women's team? Do you, do you follow them, or is it more just the men's side? Yeah, I do follow the City team as well. Um, try and get down to the Academy Stadium every now and then. Um, obviously, Steph Orton is kind of around my age, so I did watch her growing up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, she's, she's a very good leader on the pitch. Yeah. So I enjoy watching them as well. Yeah, she's also a really nice, great person. Yeah. Um, she did something here a few years back. She was involved in, well, she was using the facilities to get fit to try and get to the, wow. to the Euros. Um, and then to thank her, she did a talk and a Q&A with quite a few of the girls in the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she didn't have to do that, you know. Yeah. She just said, I'd like to give you something back. What about we do this? And yeah, yeah she's brilliant. The girls loved her. She's, yeah. yeah, real role model for, for the women's game, isn't she? Um, again, this is a question I always ask you know, everybody that I, I speak to if you could take any player from, from the game, past or present, and sign them for your first team tomorrow, who would it be? 
I hate to say this because she's a Chelsea player, but I'd take Lauren James. Right. Very strong. I think you can play her a false nine or on the wing and she'll hunt that ball down. She never stops running. She tracks back. I think she's a phenomenal player and I think she's very old school and that's what I like. You know, puts in, she's very strong in the tackle. She'll put her shoulder in when needed. But yeah, I think she's an exceptional player. Yes. Good shout. Good shout. I wasn't expecting that. But no. I like it. I think with the, with our squad in the current form they're in, though, she'd struggle for minutes <laughs> getting well, in and out. Team. Absolutely, <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Um, Claire, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, thank you very much for being a part of the podcast, and I'm sure everyone will agree with me when we wish you all the best for the rest of the season and the future. Is that much? Thank you. Thank, thank you very, very much, Ali. Thank you.